Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adventa branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
clap your hands for our flaming star clap your hands where you are the next to be singing on the stage Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 21 says for me to live is Christ and to die is gain this is this is the the life that is expected of you as a Christian as a believer there is nothing beyond this verse there is no if you are a Christian and you want a vision for your life the vision for your life is this to live is Christ the vision of your life should be to live Christ. Amen. Because you can be a Christian. In fact, somebody was, I was listening to somebody preaching and he said, there are too many Christians in the world, but few Christians. Christians. Everybody calls himself a Christian. Everybody calls himself a Christian. In fact, in some circles, if you're not a Muslim, it means you're a Christian. Whether you go to church or not. But that is not what we are talking about. We need to have Christians. People who practice Christ. So maybe we could even title this series practicing Christ or the practice of Christ look there is nothing you will have in your future that is outside us as you grow up your education your family your children, you know, now you are a child. But a day will come, you yourself will have children. Oh, yes. <laughs> a day will come, you will have a beloved. And I'm sure you know by now, you should know by now that there are many types of beloveds. Yes. Many, many, many types of beloveds. You can have a beloved who will beat you every week. It's, it's a type. I'm not talking about types of beloveds. You can have a beloved who will be, you see, he will marry you one day and you will discover that he's a drunkard. Everything I'm saying, I've seen it in the church. Oh. 
No, I've been in the church for 32 years. I've been churching for 32 years. So my examples are not town examples. Yeah. Yeah. When you, what, I say, you, you imagine yourself, you are a shepherd or a lady pastor one day, or a lead singer, or you are in the choir, you are a, uh, a star, you are a TSA. Talented solo artist. You are at home. When you open your fridge, you see bitters in your fridge. I don't call bitters. Air Force. Air Force bitters. You, 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 will, you, will, you, will, you will not believe what, what can happen to you. You will not believe that as a Christian brother, you can one day have a wife who smokes. Your wife, one, one day, in the church, you know that you want to bring her from town. That once in a while, she has to drink whiskey. You see, if you want to become a solid Christian and you want a future that is a blessing to you and those around you. Your vision should be to live Christ. I told you last week that there is therefore now condemnation, Romans 8, to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh. That is, there are some Christians who walk after the flesh. But there is no condemnation for those who walk not after the flesh. So as you are in the church, you need to hear a message like this, that to live Christ, to live, to live, like to live is Christ, that that when I am living, it means I am practicing Christ. If you don't do that, you will destroy yourself. You see, let me tell you, as you grow up, you see our sister who sang, clap your hands for her, and our brother playing the keyboard, play some, play some keys and just knock some keys down. Beautiful. Beautiful. He has an ability. Were you blessed when Sister Dre sang? Was it powerful? That's also powerful. Clap your hands for her. Now, all of you, as you grow, you will discover that you have got very powerful abilities. Ability to sing, to play drums. Do you play drums? Or you don't play any instrument now? But one day you play something. Yeah. Everyone here should be... Should 
play an instrument or two. Now, as you grow, even in school, you, some of you will discover that you are very, very good at maths. Super good. Super good at English. Super good at French. But I want to tell you that you have an ability that is more powerful than the ability to play the keyboards. Sister Dre has an ability that is more powerful than the ability to sing. Uh, Do you have other abilities? You can sing. Oh, you can play the guitar, not so. You can play the keyboard as well. Wow, that's a multi-talented girl. What else can you do? You used to draw. It means, but, but, but you don't draw anymore. But it means if you, if you start, if you practice very well, you will start drawing. Wow. So, Sister Dre the artist, Sister Dre the guitarist, Sister Dre the rapper, she raps, Sister Dre the keyboardist, and Sister Dre the talented solo artist. Wow. Clap your hands for Sister Dre. But... She has an ability that is more powerful than the ability to draw. Today I'm going to tell you one of the reasons why you must listen to this message is the ability you have. And she has an ability that is more powerful than the ability to play the keyboard. You see our cameraman, our video man who are you know, filming the service very powerfully, they have an ability that is more powerful than the ability to do the video work. Is there anybody here who has heard Reverend Kobe preaching before? Is he a powerful preacher? He preaches very well. But he has an ability that is more powerful than the ability to preach. Do you want to know? You want to know? It is the ability to destroy yourself. The ability to destroy yourself is, is, is more, you see, that ability in you is more powerful and stronger than your ability to sing. Your ability to destroy yourself is more powerful than the ability to build a choir. It is man's best ability. Every other ability to sing, to dance, whatever is below that ability. So, it means that if we leave you, or if you leave yourself, you will build a very powerful, you know, keyboard life, but destroy yourself to a point where now you don't even play the keyboard because you have destroyed yourself. 
that you can one day build a big church and destroy yourself because your ability to destroy yourself is stronger than your ability to build a church. Your ability one day to marry cannot compare to your ability to destroy your marriage. We have been programmed for self-destruction. We build and with our own hands, we destroy it. You can build a business and destroy it. By your own decisions. Why? Because that is how we are. On your own. On your own. The best you can do for yourself is to destroy yourself. I will say it again. I said on your own. The best you can do for yourself is to destroy yourself. When we leave you. How do we know? The Bible says a certain man had two sons. One of them stayed with the father. He was close to his father. And he became rich. He became great. But the other one who moved away from his father as a stand-alone son Far away from the father in a far country. What did he do? He wasted the money. Wasted the substance. Played with harlots. Wasted his life. Was about to eat with pigs. While his brother. His brother. Was in the house. Enjoying good food, enjoying the service of servants, enjoying every blessing. Now, listen very carefully. Sometimes we call the boy a bad disciple, that is the prodigal son, the wasteful son. Now, what I want to inform you about today is that the elder brother also had the same ability to behave that way because the, the genes of the father were also in him. The elder brother had the same ability to also eat with pigs. But the difference was that he chose not to go far from his father, but to stay by his father in the house. So sometimes you find people who become great, not because they did not have the ability to destroy themselves, but just where they chose to be is what covered them. That's why Paul said, for me, to live is Christ. You know, this Paul was the one who had letters to go, to travel, and kill pastors. This is Paul. Later he described himself as one who was injurious to the gospel. That, that is, 
I mean, he was, he, he was inflicting injuries on the kingdom of God. So this man, Paul, could have become any type of person. But the Bible says that when he met Christ, he took a decision that this is the one I'm going to work with. So that's why he said to the Philippian church that for me to live, he said, the life I now live, the life. I want to say to everybody here that within you is the ability to sell drugs. Within you is the ability as young as you are. If we leave you to be alone, you will be a prostitute before you are 16 years. I said, if we leave you alone, you will be a prostitute before you are 16 years. Some of you here, if we leave you alone, you'll be a drunkard. You'll be, some of you, look, in, in fact, there are some guys here, I'm giving you 10 years. You, somebody will come back and tell me that, oh, Bishop, what you said has happened. Somebody here, you will be in jail in 10 years' time. Quarter, quarter, counter back. Because the truth is that all of us should be in jail. We, we are bad enough to be in jail. But it is when you live Christ that you neutralize all the demonic and self-destructive and all the evil things that <laughs> it is only by living Christ. Only by living Christ. That's why the best thing you can do for yourself is to ask yourself, how can I live Christ? Because when you live Christ, your future job you know, when I was in school, secondary school, form one, form two, I was fooling, this, I mean, destroying myself. But I got born again in form four. Form four, form five, those days, we had O-level, came for sixth form, uh, lower six, upper six, passed, went to the university. Now, let, let's, let's not go too far. Form five, form five, the same classmates. When we were in the exam room, writing our O level, like the equivalent of ZBC. O level is Wasi. O level is Wasi. Wow. Right. Okay. As we were in our in the exam room writing Wasi, I had friends who were in police custody in school, students. They were yes, they were being processed for court had gone to steal. There was a guy who was caught with Indian hemp. I think he was selling it in school. Yes. No, see, don't say, don't say, ooh. everybody has that ability. That's not, it's not like, like, he is good and you are bad. And the, at the end of the day, the thing that will never happen, the evil that never happens to you, never happens because you chose to live Christ. His word became your guide. I'm talking about somebody he could not even finish school, not church, not ABS or Save Church or White Church or school. Even to go to school, you need Christ to finish school. To marry properly, you need Christ to marry properly. So even as a little child, 
you need to understand. It's very important that you, you see, you must start by asking yourself, how can I live Christ? Because it looks like living Christ, living like a not Christian, sorry. Christian, Christianity is not what you're looking for. What are we looking for? Christianity. Christ. Ask your neighbor, are you a Christian or a Christian? Ask the person. Ask the person. Are you a Christian or a Christian? Being a Christian is what will help you to even go to school. Pastor, please believe what I'm saying. Because some of these girls may not be able to finish Wasi because of a second pregnancy they cannot handle. The stomach is too big, so she must be at home and they'll bring the papers to her at home. Yeah. Yeah. To, to, to have two children with four fathers. Two children with four daddies. Can happen to every girl sitting here. It is only living Christ, living your life as a Christian, that prevents these things from happening to you. The Bible says, There is none righteous. <laughs> I said, What? There is what? There is what? There are only four righteous. Not so. Only four are righteous. Uh, um, um, who? Uh, um, who are the four righteous ones? Auntie Grace, Sister Dre, Mama Flema, and Rajo. Wow. Clap your hands for the four righteous ones. Yes. Not, there is none. Look, nobody. We are bad. But in our year of greatness, in spite of being bad, there is, an, see, there, is, there is a medicine that God is giving us to prevent badness from overriding our destiny. The answer is Christ. The answer is what? Nobody has any hope in this world. Even those of us sitting here who get 80% in school. Yes, 80%, 92, 78. Remember, there are people here who get right exams and get 20%. But you get 85 even your 85 is dangerous because you can use that intelligence to steal at work. You can use that intelligence. You see, that intelligence, apart from using it to steal, can I tell you what your intelligence can do for you? Oh, I can't hear. I said, can I tell you what your intelligence can do? Do you want to know that if you are intelligent, 80%, 90%, that intelligence can guide you 
instead of the Holy Spirit. So your life is guided by the exams you pass. So God may even be calling you into the ministry, but because you write exams and you pass, you are just going a master's, PhD, and a sick HD. Every, every, you, are, you are going, 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 and going. To live. I said to live. So last week, we looked at the words of Christ. And one of the things we saw last week was the, the words of Christ about the sower and the seed. Turn your Bibles. Mark 4. We read from Mark 4. A sower went out to sow, verse 3. As he sowed, some fell by the wayside. The fowls of the air. I preached about this last week. The fowls of the air came and, dis- and divided up. Some fell on stony ground. It had not much earth. Immediately it sprang up. Because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no roots, it withered away. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns grew up and choked it. And it yielded no fruits. <laughs> and other fell on good ground. And did yield fruits that sprang up. And increased. And brought forth some thirty, some sixty, and some hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Last week, I began to share with you, because see, if you want to live Christ, the first pillar, I gave you seven pillars. The first pillar you must live by is the pillar called the words of Christ. And the words of Christ are what will guide you along the road as you live for Christ. Now, in this parable, Jesus teaches us something that everybody must learn. He said, a sower went out to sow. And you must get last week's message. Because he said, some seeds fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and took the seeds up. I, 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 I taught you about that. That you need to be very careful about the seeds of the word because later he said the seed is the word of god that when you with the word of god comes into your life it is very important for you to ensure that the word of god bears fruit because the birds of the air they come and take the word of god away so it looks like like your life before the word came and your life after the word came are the same it's like, there's no change. The word of God doesn't have any influence on your life. You are the same. You, are like, you sit in church, but you are the same. You, you, you are a wayside person. The next one is that um, the, the, the other seeds fell on what? Stony ground. Where it did not have much earth. So it could not go deep. And I told you that as we are all sitting here, 
we all look like we are we are we are ready for life you are sitting in church don't forget don't forget that you are in church you may easily think that because you are in church you are like the person sitting by you but what is important for you to note is that it is beyond being in church you must be deep you must be deep You become deep when you spend more time with something. It's like friendship. The more, even two girls who become a certain, I mean, friends to a certain degree, you see that they talk the same way. The way they speak the same. I say, hey, you speak like Jennifer. You speak like this person. You speak like this. If you are a girl and you are so close to a boy, even if you don't like him, you will fall in love with him. <laughs> Everything gets deep. The, the longer you spend time with something, the, 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 the deeper it gets. So, so, so for you to be a deep Christian, you must spend more time with the word of God. Don't just come and go. Yes. Don't be a Christian who opens his Bible just once a week. You will not be deep. If you are opening your Bible, you must open it every day. That's how to be deep. That's how to be deep. That is how to be deep. You become deep when you stay with something for a long time. You cannot read maths or study maths or study French or study history every day of the week and spend once a day once a week, one day a week with the Bible and expect to be a deep Christian, you will be shallow and any wind that blows will blow you away. The third type of ground I'm going to talk about today is the thorny ground. Thorny ground. Some seeds fell among thorns, verse 7. And the thorns grew up. I want you to note, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you three things you should know about thorns. But before I give you the three things, let's look at what Jesus said about the thorns. Verse 18. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the curse of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things, entering in, Choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. If you want to live Christ, 
you must beware of thorns. 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 Now, let me tell you. Naturally, what do thorns do? Thorns cause pain. Not so. Thorns make you feel uncomfortable. Thorns prevent you from entering into a certain place because where there are thorns, you cannot pass through the thorns. So they become barriers. Now, as you are a Christian, it is very important for you to remember this, that as far as the word of God is concerned, your life you see, remember that I said the seeds fell on different types of ground. So the, the ground is your heart. The ground is your heart. Your heart can be stony. Your heart can be a wayside heart. And your heart can also be a thorny heart. Now, that heart of thorns is a heart that is given to First of all, deceptions. Deceptions. You are deceived. You are deceived. Then I will talk about it. The next thing about the heart is that Your heart can be filled with evil desires. The last, I'll talk about it. Now, if these things fail your heart, you, the word of God will not bear fruit in you. The word of God will not yield anything in you. And of course, It will choke. It will choke the word of God. Remember, we are talking about your heart with respect to the word of God. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is the deceitfulness of riches. Deceptions. As a young boy, there are certain deceptions you must overcome. I'm telling you, and I'm, and I'm going to give you the list. You must overcome them. If you don't overcome these deceptions, you will not be able to live Christ. And remember, if you don't live Christ, then your ability, remember, what, what did I say was your highest ability, your greatest ability? Yes, you will destroy yourself you will destroy yourself very soon when we meet you won't be here look already we've not been in this service for 10 years old. how many years two three years already there are people i can't find here who were here who are not here 
be very careful about deceptions. Number one, deceptions. Now, the first deception that makes the preaching of the word of God useless the word of God cannot cannot influence you cannot change you you sit in the church you hear the word of God but it does not change you the first deception are you writing it down? number one is that the first deception is that is, is the deception that you will be like this forever. You will be like that, that, that. You see, like I will be a child forever. You may you may not say it all, or you may even know. I mean, when you see your big brother, you know. How, how many of you know that you will grow one day? You be you have even gray hairs one day. We all know that you grow. That one day, I mean, everybody knows. But inside you, the way you behave, the life you live, makes us see that you 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 are not getting ready for the future. You think that you will be like this always. You will live with your father always. That I will be there to preach to you always. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that Reverend Kobe will be there to preach to you always. Overcome that deception right now. Look. Some of you girls sitting here, the next major event may be your, en- your engagement or your wedding. You, you'll be surprised that you'll be wearing white, having a wedding. Meanwhile, you, you, you did not prepare yourself for the future. When you think that you will be a child always, you will never get ready. When we were in school, there were students in school who believed and felt by their behavior that their father will be there all the time to give them money. So they finish and they become car park attendants. That's number one. Number one is that is the deception that you will be like this always. You will not be like this always. Very soon, you will be you will be amazed that you will be the one teaching people. Even me, I will not be like this always. I will not be like this always. I, I will not stand here always, every day. No, life is in seasons. It's your season to be a little boy. It's your season to be a little girl. But soon, soon, you see, and that is what makes the word of God ineffective so the word of God comes some of you don't even pray because you feel that your pastor will pray for you your shepherd will pray for you but what you don't know is that we don't pray because we don't have anyone to pray for us we pray because we are preparing ourselves for 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 an evil day we pray because we want the hand of God to come into our lives the second deception 
we have is the deception that somebody's blessing is your blessing. Your father's money is your money. Reverend Corby's anointing is your anointing. Bishop Ogo's preaching is your preaching. Daddy's car is your car. (laughs) But you see, you can have daddy's car, but you may not have the wisdom that daddy used to get the car. You will not have that wisdom to have a car for yourself. Deceitfulness of riches. Those of you who live in your father's house, a car takes you to school. And you enter a house. When you enter, even even when you are opening the door, you just throw your body at the door. Blah, then the door opens. <laughs> even those who buy the doors don't open the doors that way. But you, you just throw your weight, and the door has opened. <laughs> your father's door is not your door. Your father's house is not your house. When you become a Christian, one of the things God does is that he prepare you yourself. He said, you are a city set on a hill. See, a hill is a solid ground. Solid ground. Don't be deceived. Whatever you are enjoying now, Whatever you are eating now, whatever blessing you have now, better, better, better understand that it has been given you to prepare you for your own life. Deceptions. The deceitfulness of your father's rich. So so you see that there are small boys and girls like you who don't even want to learn properly because your father has got money. Yeah. When you go to school, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't want to learn because that is money. Yes. But that's why I give the first point that you will not be like this forever. Yeah. A day will come. Your father will have money, but he will not give it to you. You say, go and find your own money. Go and find your own money. My revelation cannot be your revelation. The knowledge I have, I, I can only preach to you. But you must have your own. Yes. When I was your age, I would lie down somewhere in my house, the fasting and praying, praying uh, with my Bible. I bought my own Bible. The deceitfulness. Deceitfulness. Number three. The third deception that comes upon people who receive the word. Is that life will have no problems. Not knowing that your next major event may be a broken heart with pimples. You see, all these things I'm talking about, in the end, what do they do? They make a person not bear fruit. Look at it very carefully. And they become unfruitful. 
all these things I'm talking about, thinking that you will be like this forever, thinking that somebody's anointing is your anointing, thinking that, that like, as for you, you will have problems. I mean, it's like, it, it is, it, it's your mother who has problems, but as for you, you, you will not. All these things, they do not force you to bear fruits. You don't bear fruit. You are just there receiving and destroying seeds. The word of God comes to you. You hear the word of God. Some, look, there are children like you, young boy like you, who is smoking Indian hemp. Not, not, not in some village somewhere. Here, around here. There are young boys and girls living on pornography. Actively, I mean, I saw a video on WhatsApp. There was some, there was a party or something somewhere, and some little boys and girls were dancing. I don't know anybody who saw it. They might as well have had sex. Little boys and girls, obscenity, obscene, dancing. I, my eyes almost popped out. When you have the chance to be in church, remember that God is blessing you and giving you a privilege that many, many people don't have. Don't become unfruitful. Deceitfulness. They are deceived. That it's like you won't fail any exam. Life will be smooth because right now, Everything you, you need, somebody gives it to you. You cough and they buy cough mixture. I said you cough, 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 cough. You go and, that himself will take a car and go and buy a cough mixture. Hey, you are special. You are so special. You are like a queen of Sheba in the house. Hey. Hey. That this girl, darling girl. But remember. You may be a darling girl forever, but you will not enjoy, I mean, life like this forever. You will have physical problems. That is, you see, all I'm talking about is fruitful. I'm talking about living Christ. You see, when, when Christ is in a person's life, he helps the person to stand on his own, a city on a hill, on its own. On its own. On its own. On its own. When you allow the the, the tones of deception, it's like as as you are sitting there like that, you are deceived. You are deceived that your father's money is your money. You are deceived. It's like it's like you, you you have almost been blinded. You realize that this person will not go far. Deception number four. What is deception number one? You'll be what? You'll be a child forever. Tell your neighbor you are going to grow soon. There will be hair under your armpits. Oh, tell the person you are going to grow soon. Tell the person, tell, tell grown ups, tell the, you won't be you, you won't be like this forever. Huh. 
<laughs> deception. Number two, second deception is what? Somebody's blessing is your blessing. Just because it's like you, you happen to be under the care of the person. The person's car is your car. Look, they may even show you a will. They have written that the house at East Legon is for you. Still, don't be stupid. Because having a house at East Legon is not what makes a person a Christian or a person living Christ. Yes, it's, it's, not, it's not a house at East Legon. Number three. Hello? Your life has no problems. Will have no problems. It's like you are going to have a problem-free life. I mean, just, you're just cruising on and on and on. Number four. Let me finish and close. Fourth deception that comes upon a person. On a, on a young boy. The fourth deception is that Satan is not interested in you, but rather in your father or your big brother or some grown-up. You are too small to be the, the focus of Satan's attention. Satan is interested in your teacher in the safe church, but not you are, you are so small. How do I know? I know it's a deception because of the way you don't pray. Because of the way you are not serious with God. The way you are not serious with your Bible. You are not serious with the... Jesus, when he was a little boy, he was in the temple. Having discussions with pastors. I want to tell you, my dear friends. Look at me very carefully. Satan may be more interested in you, this little boy, than in me, a grown-up. Remember the life of Moses. The life of Jesus. As soon as Pharaoh heard that a certain type of child had been born, children, he ordered that every child should be killed. They were not killing restless they were not killing soldiers. He said, kill every child. I don't want these children to grow up. Jesus had to run away with his parents to Egypt. Satan has an interest in you. Don't be deceived. When you go home and your father is praying and fasting, you see him in his room. Don't say, hey, daddy dear, he likes prayer. So, hey, daddy and prayers. Hey, daddy dear. Small thing now, he's praying. He wakes up in the night, he's praying. He wakes up in the whatever, he's praying. Listen to me very, very carefully. Satan does not look in the temple. When Samuel was being anointed in one room, the sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas were fornicating. Small boys. Some of you little boys and girls here, the things you know, your parents don't know it. That is why when I'm preaching to you, 
I don't talk as if you are children because some of you, you are, you, you are like a 60 year old man. Yeah, you are like a 60. Some of you girls here, you know more about life than your mother who's at home. Hey, so you just shake your head in life. These people, they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They, 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 they don't know. They, they think I'm a child. Yeah. Are you a child? <laughs> Are you a child? Don't have the mind that the devil is interested in somebody. As a young boy, as a teenager, as a look, this is the time to be serious with God. If you are not serious, eh, you'll be surprised that you will grow up to have a shock of your life. You see, then, then, then you will come to the first type of seed. The seeds that fell on, by the roadside. That is, when you are 30 years old and we look at your life, it is as if you never sat in church. I mean, the birds of the air have come to remove every trace of the word of God in you. When we see you, it is, I mean, it's like, like you were never in church one day to even sing before the pastor preached. Never. When we see you in 20 years time with black lips and rasta, nobody will believe it. Nobody will believe it. That you were one day sitting in church on a Sunday. You go to church in the morning and also sit in church on Sunday, uh, uh, Sunday afternoon. You are still in church. Nobody will believe it. Today, I want you to understand that the word of God that comes to you should not come and meet such thorns in your life. The next big thing is what we call the last. Go to verse 18. 19. Deceitfulness of riches and the last of other things. The last of other things. You know, normally we talk of the last of the flesh. Having like desires and, you know, feelings, sexual feelings and lustful feelings and so on. But this one says, the last of other things. Not just a boy. Not the last for a girl. Other things. Because as a little boy, as a young boy, you, what you may not know is that you are full of lust for other things. Other things. And those things make the word of God not effective. It's like your life doesn't bear fruit. Other things. What are the other things? You know them. You want a a shoe a sister is wearing so bad you want some. Other things. So you are prepared to do anything to get a boy who will give you that type of shoe. Or that type of hair. Like, 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 Sister Dre's hair, the way it is long, I must have some by all means. 
The last of other things. The last of other things. As you grow up, you will discover that things come into your life. Like even, even to sit in church. You will not. You rather... Church time is when you want to go and do overtime. The last for money. Say other things. You see, normally when we talk about when we talk about last, we know that I mean last is the, like boy girl feeling this type of this type of you know this type of uh, ecstatic ecstasies and this type of feelings. But beyond that, as a little boy, as a little girl, you can have it's like you want to be like somebody you want to be like somebody and that thing doesn't enable or doesn't help you to concentrate on the word of god to concentrate on god to concentrate on his word last and last is a very very bad desire Look, whatever God has for you, he will give it to you in his time. I said in his time. As a young boy, like Jesus, it is time to concentrate on God. By the way, there's not much you can do for yourself anyway. Lasting after other things. You, 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 you are in school. You, want to, you are lasting for first class. Ah! in the university, you are prepared to sleep with a lecturer to get marks. Yeah. Because, it, you see, a, a last is a feeling, it's not an ordinary feeling, no. it's a feeling that possesses you. It, it, it possesses you. It grips you. You are not free. You are not free to live your life. Of course, you can have last for a girl. Somebody told me, he had, I think, a nine-year-old girl or so. Nine-year-old girl. Nine or ten. She wrote a letter to her classmate that, that a guy, a guy that he's, uh, I said to a guy, to, to a, a, a girl, another girl, that she should stay away from Raphael. Yeah. Her father saw the note in a book in her room. I'm not joking. Lighthouse. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about Lighthouse. Wrote a letter to another girl that she has been observing him. Her. That she's, she, she, she's trying to take a certain friend from her. But she's warning her that she shouldn't try. <laughs> that boy is mine. I said, that boy is mine. I said, that boy. May such stupidity be taken out of your heart in the name of Jesus. At your age, seven years, you are thinking of beloved. Twelve years, you are thinking of beloved. I'm preaching. 
And it's all, listen, 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 listen. It's all because of the, see, and it says, now, let me show you something. Go back to verse 5. Verse 6. Next verse. And some fell among thorns. Now, one characteristic of this, see, Jesus Christ described thorns as deceitfulness of riches and lusts of other things. But initially, when he was preaching, he said, some fell among thorns and the thorns grew up. You are not the only one growing. The thorns are growing with you. So you will find a 12-year-old or 10-year-old girl writing to another girl that she's getting too close to Raphael. But you'll be surprised that as a 22-year-old girl, you will also be writing to another girl that she's, she's getting too close to Eric. I said, the thorns, as you grow, they are also growing. When you become a grandma, you will have grandma thorns. But God's word is going to give you the power to overcome the, 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 the chokers. You see, they, they, cho- they choke the word of God and make you not it's like when we see you, there are no fruits in your life. No fruits. It's almost like you never sat in church. You never heard the word of God. It's like you never wrote down notes. A day will come. When you see your notes, you should thank God that you sat in church. And not that you see, no, just those days we were just, when we didn't know what we were doing, we were just, you know, we were not joking, yeah. To sit in church is the greatest privilege God will ever give you as a young boy. I said, to be sitting here is the greatest privilege God will ever give you as a young girl. And, 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 and you must understand that thorns also grow. Even at our age, we also have the de- deceptions that will be like this forever. <laughs> Yeah, we wish that life would not change. But prepare for life to change. I, maybe you are sitting here today because there are no children, there's no wife to disturb you. No children to come and say, Daddy, let's go. Daddy, go here. Yeah. So you are here. It's nice and also, yeah. But if you are able to sit here like this, just like uh, 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 James sitting here with a wife, then that's when we will clap for you. When you can be sitting in front just like Mama Flema. Yes. Pregnant and singing in the choir. Look, you will not be like this forever. You are going to experience changes. Changes. But your ability to still continue bearing fruit no matter how, ma- how many tons. Jesus Christ had tons literally put on his head. Literally, you, 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 your own, 
your, your tongues are Im, uh, imaginary tongues. His own were real tongues. But he still died for us. I said, he still died for us. A day will come. You'll be writing exams on Monday. Will you come for flaming fire service? You see, your ability, even Sunday morning, cry, you may not come to church. Because you see, when 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 the tongues grow, they kill you. But we are looking for people who will overcome the tongues. I said, we are looking for people who will remain fruitful, remain strong. It's nice. To see you in church. It's nice. But in 10 years time. Imagine you plus 10 years. Will you be in church? So that you can respect those who are 10 years older than you. And are in church writing notes. When your tongues grow. When your issues become more. Because sometimes what you don't know is that. Look. Once you are born, pa, day one, as you grow, your issues become more, more, more. So if you are unable to overcome issues at a, at a, at a primary level, it means that you are out secondary level. You, you won't even see university. But blessed are those who overcome it at every stage and every point in their lives. Yes. Know it right now. Look. At your age, Raja, whatever problems you have, that's if you have some. I'm sure you have problems. You have problems, yeah. I can't understand how somebody like you will have problems. But she says she has problems. <laughs> but it's great that you are sitting in church, writing notes. You went for a service, went for another service, and you are sitting here. Clap your hands for Raja. I, 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 I have more hope in her and for her that when she grows and she marries and the issues are wild she will able to be, be able to overcome the marital issues and still be a lady pastor why because at her level she overcame don't allow your problems to drown you at this level every level your challenges grow every level Every level. Listen to me, some of you sitting here. Every level. Right now, you, you will pray in spite of your problems. You will pray if you had the power that God should freeze your life in your problems as they are now. Yeah, because what is ahead in 2024? You have no idea. That's why no matter what I'm going through right now, I will still come and preach to you. Because if I cannot overcome at this level, I cannot overcome at the bigger level because a day will come, there will be 2,000 members here in flaming fire. Yeah. And if I cannot overcome my challenges to minister to you at this stage, it means that I've, 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 I've destined my life. May your strength grow as the chokers grow. 
remember whatever problem you think you have i'm informing you today that the thorns will grow but you must not see to choke means to prevent somebody from breathing if literally it means to deprive somebody of the oxygen he needs to to live so to choke means to kill nothing will kill you i said nothing will kill you paul said neither death nor life or height or depth or angels nothing shall be able to separate me from the love of god which is in christ i pray for you that no challenge and no difficulty will ever drown you that you'll be strong you'll be strong you'll be pregnant and you are in church you are singing your husband has annoyed you, but you are preaching in the church. Yes. Because right now, if I say come and preach, you preach because you don't understand what it means for a, a man to annoy you. You, you. you don't even understand it. Yes. So, 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 when you grow up small, then you remember, you, you will respect Reverend Kobe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But but I know that in 20 years time you'll be a survivor. In 40 years time you'll be a survivor. How do I know? Because you have been able to overcome to be here at this time. So as the chokers and the tongues grow, your strength and your resolve to make it will also grow. In Jesus' name. The anointing will grow. I said the anointing will grow. Yes. The harder they come, the harder they go. And the harder they fall. The more they come, the more they fall. I said the hard. I, I, I can promise you today you are sitting here. I, I, see, like I'm, I said me, I cannot imagine, I can't even imagine how somebody like Eraja will tell me that she has problems. But, but I'm not surprised because even babies cry. A baby who doesn't pay rent, doesn't buy food, doesn't buy shoes. A baby, two months, they cry. There are problems. I said there are problems. There are problems. That's why I know that you too, no problem will drown you. If you survived today, you will survive tomorrow. I said if you survive today, you will survive tomorrow. Whatever level of problems you are having now in your life, I'm here to inform you that for you to pray, to be in church, means that you are an overcomer. May the word of God bear fruit. God willing, next time, I'm going to talk about the good ground. The good ground. The good ground. That bears fruits. Some 30. Some 60. Some 100. Rise your feet and let's close. Thank you for listening to the word of God with us. Find us on Facebook at Flaming Fire Revolution. God bless you richly and remember, it's a Jesus revolution.